0: man i'll i'll uh tell people how like we uh we met um Mm -hmm. so uh i will never forget the day that we met not because like you're special or anything but it was my (laughs) birthday (laughs) and so like you know i won't forget that also yes you are very special but uh we were sitting there listening to music and then you know you uh told me like who you are what you do and like the the music that your band's playing and um uh, at first, uh, like, when we were going to play our music, I was just like, oh, fuck, I'm going to have to tell this poor bastard that I just fucking hate <laughs> everything that I'm hearing right now. Just because, like, with a lot of, I mean, w- with a lot of people, you just never know, like, what you're about to, like, listen to. And then, like, one of one of the best feelings in the world, at least for me, is when... I like discover this this either this person or in in this case this group that is so like like the music is so good and no one know like no one and like you're not like this like big household name yet mm. and cuz I remember like listening to it and I was like wait wait this is actually good and it just kept getting better and better and then you sent me you emailed me another song that i then listened to on the way back and was like okay this is good too and then like maybe a few months later or weeks later you um dm'd me like more songs that like you had put on soundcloud and I was like, "Yo,
1: I was just I was harassing you with links." Yeah, like, no, bro. bro but I, I was like, "Yo, like,
0: <laughs> there's no bad songs." It was like five or six songs, and they were all fucking great. And um, one of my like uh, uh, hidden agendas with the podcast, with having artists on, is like when I have like uh, local artists um, um, that like haven't like blown all the way up yet that like i'll have like these artists maybe first couple of interviews before they get like fucking massive and like people just come back and be like yo like look at when this guy was like just you know like just starting off and like now they're fucking huge but like you're dude you and your band have music like and like we were just talking before there's all these factors that go into uh, for a solo artist for a band that like all these factors that go into like finding success in music business mm. but like the you have the most important part covered as an artist which is like the music is actually fucking good so wow thank whatever t- thank dude thank you man because i mean they're like a, like it's 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 really good it's there's a unique sound to it. You've got blends of like multiple genres. I'm um, like, clearly it's like, uh, uh, I would say it's rock focused, but some of the flows and beats like are even, like you can feel that hip hop influence in some of the songs. And like, you know, uh, uh, I think the first couple songs I heard were like more upbeat songs. And then like when the first uh, one that I heard that wasn't, and it was still good, like the songwriting and the vibe was still good. I was like, "Oh yeah, these guys are good." Because like, there's a lot of people that can make like that, like hype song. But then you know, when you slow things down a bit or maybe change the mood, sometimes there's that drop in quality. And like with you guys, there was no drop in quality. Like it didn't matter like what like Thank mood you. it switched to. That's but, wonderful um, to hear. Oh yeah, that's no, wonderful dude. To hear. I, so that that's why I'm I'm excited to to uh, have you here, just because I mean, um. Obviously, you got a show coming up at uh, uh, The Mint on uh, March 2nd, which people should definitely uh, go buy tickets for. But uh, yeah, man, I mean, if you want to take a second, introduce yourself, let people know who you are, man, go for it.
1: Sure. Well, I, I can't imagine I'd flatter myself more than <laughs> you did by describing me. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, no, my name is uh, Jake Ward. Um, I sing in a band called Jaumei. Um, we started pretty much about exactly a year ago now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that a year ago was right around the time when I first met you. Mm-hmm. And there's an important part of that story actually, which is the reason I asked you mm-hmm. was that we're at this you know house party. I actually think it was a, a house party to watch the Oscars. So it was almost exactly a oh, year ago yeah. because isn't yeah. the Oscars are soon. Now, I think. Yeah, the Oscars is this upcoming weekend. I think that's, that, or maybe next, yeah, but some, it's Damn. like within a, a couple weeks. Yeah, you're sort of right. It was basically a year ago. Kind Damn. of serendipitous yeah. timing. But it was, uh, you know, tip, we're sitting around a table. I think people were playing poker and stuff, and there's a playlist going. And I remember you were just sitting there kind of speaking to the, the group and yet sort of speaking into the sky you know, yeah. at the same time. Yeah, and each song that came on, <laughs> it's this kind of diverse playlist of different, you know, there's some like lo-fi, some kind of old school, some kind of hip hop stuff. And you would just, just kind of free flow, like describe where the song was taking you, like mm-hmm. what setting you were imagining. Um, it, and I was just like, man, there's, there's such articulate descriptions <laughs> of like what the song is about. And that's something that we've been thinking about with this project from the beginning, this idea of of saying, well, if, you, if you're going to make something that's really going to resonate with people, mm-hmm. you got to figure out the world that it lives in. Mm-hmm. I think people, certainly with artists and musical artists, I think this might be true of like almost anything, mm-hmm. but certainly with music, I think people fall in love with stuff that takes them to a specific kind of you know, vision of the world, you know, and I, I remember being in high school feeling like the bands that I liked the most were the ones that seemed to be living in the world I wanted to go to once I mm. got out of high school. Yeah. Right, and all the things that I associated with that, the adventure, the freedom, like, so I just instantly thought, well, I want him to listen to, and there was kind of some shitty demos, you know, at the time, <laughs> but like, what is he here, and, and is it what we're kind of going for, mm-hmm. you know, and and of course you had wonderful descriptions i was i was pleasantly surprised by how you know complimentary you were and of course you still are and you know i appreciate it a lot and uh but i was ready for you know any i was ready for like <laughs> i have no idea what this is about yeah you know? yeah so um yeah i mean that's that's kind of what drew us together i think in, yeah in the beginning and uh that's that's what i'm doing here i mean this whole this chapter, I think when we first met, I'd only been in LA for a, a few months, you know, I just moved yeah. down, And, uh, the whole thing to me is sort of like an extended stay trip. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm spending some time here putting this project together just to see what happens. What are we capable yeah. of? How, how good can we make something based on like what our abilities actually are, you yeah. know, um, kind of using, various constraints to our advantage. And so, um, yeah, you know, so, so far so good. It's all been very interesting as I've met lots of lovely (laughs) people. And, um, yeah, there's, there's lots still to come, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was that, it was really that looking at music from the lens of like, not what does it sound like, you know, or what's the like style, which is what Mm -hmm. so many music critics and journalists and they're like limited to, Mm -hmm. Just describing describing it in almost technical terms rather than just hitting on like, where are we going? Mm-hmm. Where, where does what's this the soundtrack to? like mm-hmm. what's the life, what's the world? and mm-hmm. that's what interests me
0: right yeah, you know yeah, no, and and I mean, you know, you very kindly uh, described uh, again, it was on my birthday, so I was uh, a little drunker than usual, a little <laughs> bit more obnoxious <laughs> than usual for sure. Um, but you know, if you, Hey, you, you tell me to, 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 uh, control the, the music playlist, I'm going to fucking do it. And, uh, uh, usually I'm like, Oh, you know, what do, what do like, uh, like, you know, what do I think like people will like, but then I was like, you know, I'm going to listen to music like how I listen to which is just like jumping from one random ass song to like another random song, Mm. uh, nothing like really solid to latch onto. And, um, this, uh, uh, like, you know, even this, like, this, uh, is like to, a, uh, an, another point is why I don't get people who only like one genre, because like, if you were making a movie and your character is at this swanky dinner for like, I don't know, like a, a charity event with like a bunch of old white people or some shit, uh, like, like what music would you pick for, for that? And then, I don't know, if their car got, like, a, a flat tire and they were, like, in the hood or some shit, what music would you pick for that? And it's, like, and, and if you think about it in that lens, you realize that, like, music belongs to, like, the setting and the culture and the hmm. people involved. And there's no, like, good or bad genres. because it, There's only applicable and non-applicable genres. Mm, Yeah that's
1: well put. That's that's
0: really it. Like if I go to fucking like you know a trailer park community in Florida, like you know what would we be listening to? Like like what would the vibe, what what would like the party playlist be like for there? And like because you know you could say you could say party playlist, but who's partying? Is it you know uh teenagers in India or like old people in Germany? So there's like there's a, a billion different ways you could like approach the the music but man people who that's one of those things where when people say they like one genre it uh it's one of those (laughs) i shouldn't but it's one of those things that makes me judge them on like a large like on a whole (laughs) where it's just like oh like you're exposing how you think and Mm. you think very small just like how (laughs) the fuck can you only like one genre like that doesn't make it just doesn't make sense yeah but
1: yeah. I know what you mean I yeah. do I to me the the thing well the experience of mine that kind of sums that up for me is when I was now this is you know getting out of high school and going into the world you know as I mm-hmm. was seeing it right I was uh, playing in a band with my my classmate who is this amazing drummer he still is actually he's on he's on tour and I'm gonna go see him uh, in nice. a couple months um, he's just from from and been a drummer for as long as I've known him. You know, We mm-hmm. met when we were in, like in eighth grade or something. And for the entire time has been just singularly fixated on metal. He just loves mm-hmm. metal. And that's not to say that he doesn't... I mean, he, he is very musically sophisticated and mm-hmm. likes a lot of genres, but he just... Metal is like the one that he, that he does. Mm-hmm. You know, he's drawn to that. So we're playing in this band and he's trying to get me all the time trying to kind of lobster effect, you know, get me more and more into like heavier and heavier shit. Yeah. And I always had this barrier that I think a lot of people have, which is like it just it sounds like cookie monster, you mm. know. Mm. Crazy dissonant chords and like it's just kind of noisy and it's just the the feeling of like there, there's, it doesn't have any emotional connection for mm-hmm. me. It just doesn't, you know, sometimes it's entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, or it can be sort of technically amazing. Like, wow, that's tough to play, but mm-hmm. it just, nothing about it moved me. Mm-hmm. And then at at a certain point of just hanging out with him, kind of hearing this stuff long enough, he, he had this car. I don't think he has it anymore, but he got these big subwoofers in the trunk, mm-hmm. you know, and just, it's really loud, really bassy. And we were up in his hometown, up in uh, Northern California, kind of up, you know, on a winding road, you know, with some friends. Yeah. Typical setting. And he got me just like blasted high, like (laughs) completely. And he started playing this song. It's called Divergency by Born of Osiris. And it's got this riff. It's just like, like this polyrhythm. And I'm sitting there listening to this as if i've heard it for the first time and just went oh (laughs) okay i get it this is a a roller coaster it's about being the craziest like most energetic wild ride you can take your ears on just a thousand miles an hour like the whole time and i played in a in a straight up metal band for like two years and met all sorts of other people i i worked with a producer that was all about doing metal, that taught me a lot about mixing and production. And I still love metal to this day. There's all kinds of specific artists that I found in that journey that are among my favorite and probably like some of my biggest influences too, Mm -hmm. honestly. And so the whole point to me is that if that can happen with that, Mm -hmm. with the cookie monster, goofy music that everybody makes fun of, and I can suddenly discover that it's intricate and amazing and it becomes something I'm like obsessed with, then, Mm It can happen with anything. Yeah, anything you don't like is just something you probably don't understand. Yep, you, know, you haven't heard it in the right context. Yeah,
0: and and it's uh, yeah, the right metal riff will change your life. Like for <laughs> like, if you've if you've never oh, yeah. like if you've never gotten because I remember uh, middle school and I, yeah, again I was like that kid that just listened to every like my iPod was going from because uh, like Lil Wayne was fucking huge at the time. It was going from Wayne to avenge sevenfold to Ozzy Osbourne to like Tchaikovsky symphonies <laughs> and and Mahler symphonies and fucking um like the Temptations and the Beatles and shit and um what I realize is like with music unfortunately a lot of people wrap music up with their identity and say, like, because I am this, this certain music is not for me. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird because to me, in my head, the idea of closing the door on, like, the opportunity to experience something new is just fucking like that. It's like, why are you doing that to yourself, yeah. you know? Um, like, But, like, maybe, you know, uh, like, if uh, you're listening to... Uh, it, could, it could be because of your race or your culture or your age. You could be listening to like some like hardcore gangster rap and maybe you're like a 40-year-old white guy and just be like yeah I can't listen to this because I'm a 40-year-old white guy. It's like no you you can. Like nobody's stopping you like the same way like if you go to a metal concert 99% of the people that are going to be there are white but like if I walk in there and say like oh this is not for me because I'm black that's uh like obviously it would be shitty if somebody else came up to me and said that to me but for right. me to close that door on myself is like why are we do like why would you do that and yeah. i and i notice like a lot of people like whether because of their culture or race or their age they would just close the door on like certain styles and be like that's not for me because of who i am it's just like bro that's so that's so weird i mean it's kind of similar to to movies in a sense of like um, a lot of guys that like couldn't get out of themselves and like watch Barbie because they were like, "Well, that's just like not for me as a man." And it's just like, <laughs> bro, like, like yeah, like nobody's telling you to like go wear like the dresses and shit that Margot Robbie's wearing and like go to the theater. Like, but like if you can't get outside of yourself and just experience something, it's uh may- maybe I take it for granted because I'm an artist and I'm naturally more open-minded. Mm. But I I I kind of feel sorry for people that like close those doors
1: yeah on themselves you know me too well i also th- i think being an artist involves you're hearing let's say in the case of music you're hearing more clearly the purity of what it is mm-hmm. so it's easier to recognize like this this stuff about who's making it or like what their attitude is or their style is all right. just kind of window dressing that's not really what yeah and i do think for a lot of people, that's less clear. It's it is more about the style and the personality because they're not as sensitive to the the music itself. Mm-hmm. You know? and I guess to qualify that, like I I think there are lots of things that I'm you know I, I consume types of art that I don't really understand. I think that's yeah. certainly true of movies. Yeah, you know? I think someone who's really a what do you say a, a cinephile. Yeah. Is uh, would look at, like, the movies that I've seen and the movies I like, and they think, you're just such a fucking, you know, <laughs> Philistine. Like, you yeah. have no idea. Um, so, you know, it just depends on what your aptitude is. And I think for, you know, musically, to me, certainly, I mean, I, I, I resonate with a lot of what you're saying, and I feel like it, it for me, it often feels like people just aren't really hearing it. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're watching it. Mm-hmm. They're, they are identifying with it for some other kind of peripheral reason because that's what they what's most apparent to them. Mm-hmm. You know? There's that great, I was thinking as you were talking to that scene and you know the movie Office Space? Yeah, yeah. In the beginning where there's the, the guys, like the dorky white guy you know, who works, he always is smashing the printer and stuff. And yeah. I think he's listening to Tupac. Yes, think, uh, like some, really, definitely something in that realm, yeah. And he's, you know, he's rapping along and he's really into it. And then a black guy's like walking down the curb, and he, he kind of, uh, and like yeah. he ro- you know, rolls up his window <laughs> yeah. and like turns down the music and like, you know, yeah, I mean, I think there are these, It's it's not a mystery at all to me why music gets wrapped up in ideas about culture and mm-hmm. there's a sense of ownership and you know this is your place and this is my place and but to me again if you if we're thinking about you know just hearing what music is to me music has always sounded like the opposite of those things mm. it's like the thing that's breaking down all that stuff exactly so it, it, there's a, almost a hypocrisy. Yeah. And and a misunderstanding, it feels like. Um to some degree. But it's complicated.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, shit, I'm 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 black, you're white. Imagine if like we're walking down the street and there's you know, this like amazing Chinese food restaurant, like both of us would just do that. Not for me, you know, because I'm not Chinese. <laughs> like, what? Right. what? Like we don't do that with food. We don't do that with you know, uh, a lot of other uh art forms or uh form other forms of expression, like but something about music Uh, makes us very tribal there's some Mm. i don't know what it is about music that makes people and like that scene that you uh talked about in office space it's funny because they're playing off of the idea that that's not something that someone like this guy would or even should be listening to right i don't know what it is about music that like i'm trying to think i mean well and it's 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 weird because, it, like, if you break it down, um, I know for sure that Americans just in general, we absorb shit differently than, like, everyone else. Like, we mm. tend to make things either a competition or tend to look at things from, like, too much of a business side. And then also, I mean, I guess you could look at any culture or society and say – well what what are some of the issues that they have as a culture maybe and like did that just roll over into like things like music cuz i mean it's not like like obviously we have you know we've had racial issues in this country so i guess it's no surprise that maybe at least in this country that it would also roll over into music and and i i also uh, guess like um, I remember, I think mu- music was the thing that brought black and white people together in the 60s because white people were listening to a lot of black artists and were like, yo, like, why can't we go to these shows? Because at, at the time, mm-hmm. like, people, you know, like, fuck, I mean, dude, fucking Michael Jackson was the first black guy on MTV. Uh, 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 and yeah. so, like, though, so. For some reason, music has always been that like thing that either was the center of the tension or or brought people together but yeah i mean in this in this country i'm i'm I mean you know we
1: we almost look for things to divide us, so I guess in that way, I'm not surprised well, it kind of leads to something we were we were talking about before we were rolling, which was that there is this kind of tension between art and business and maybe in some broader sense there's kind of a tension between genuine artistic expression and the voice that's in that mm. and what that voice yeah. has to say and trying to fit it into the society that we've made that has all kinds of rules and divisions that we've sown, and things that are just that's the opposite of like music yeah. music is is saying be free of all that and so we just get confused yeah we don't we don't know how to square the two
0: yeah no that's a good point i I mean yeah because i i because i feel like going into this uh topic i uh was thinking of the world and then i realized like well wait i'm an american and and this is what i've experienced in america because i don't want to assume that other countries are this way and i don't think they are because i think if you go to uk uh uh Everybody's just listening to everything. Um, uh, obviously, if you go to some countries, they're only listening to their stuff. Um, you know, so some some countries are like that., uh, but yeah, with America though spe- uh, specifically, yeah, music has um I, I mean, yeah, music being that thing that uh, that sparked conversation um mm. uh, about race relations um it's so it's so funny that uh black people made music that was so fucking good that white people were just like i'm done bro we 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 gotta just like 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 we gotta go see these guys and like because i mean it was it was i mean the like the fact that they had the black and white radio stations and um you know i mean fuck i can't even imagine what they thought about black people's music because they were dude they were uh scared of elvis they thought elvis Mm. was like seducing girls and shit so i can't even imagine what they thought of like fucking you know a black artist but
1: yeah america is just weird like that man i'm glad you mentioned elvis though because i was thinking about him i mean he's obviously a relevant Mm -hmm. historical figure for this topic and and uh divisive you know to say the least and for you know not without reason but to me, the story I remember hearing about him is, you know, he's growing up in, shit, I don't, he's like from Mississippi or something some, like that? Yeah, some, yeah. But, <laughs> and, and like in the 1930s, right? I mean, he's like a, a young kid, maybe early Ooh, 40s, but
0: I mean. Right, because, I well, he must, he was old enough to fight in, was it? Was it World War Two? What was it? I don't know. Yeah, because he was, he was, uh, he was in Germany, right? <laughs> Because he was in, he was in, or stationed in. I
1: I believe that's right, but I would be surprised if it was if it was World War. II. Yeah, I because guess why would possible. he be in Germany? I'm not sure. <laughs> My timelines <laughs> are fucking off. But it was it was a long ass time ago. Yeah, th- that yes. that I know for sure. Somewhere in the you know, first half of the 20th century, and he's growing up in this really segregated place where he's yeah. being told you know. There's this other group of people that live here and you're not supposed to interact mm-hmm. with them. They're doing their own thing and all this so he's getting steeped in this toxic ideology. And the story I remember is that he would almost kind of sneakily as a kid, he would stand just kind of outside of gospel churches mm-hmm. and he'd be listening to what he was hearing and he's going, "Whoa, yeah. that sounds really good. Yeah. I want to go in there. I want to like and to me that's the most beautiful thing." Yeah. That's like exactly what we need Yeah, is, is that kind of curiosity, that openness to, you know, what, not, not just making contact with whoever you're told is the other, but, but actually connecting with their expression, connecting with, mm-hmm. you know, the, 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 like the soul of, of, uh people from all and that's not just you know within the country i think it's around the world i mean yeah. just learning about other other cultures experiencing their art and their feeling and like this is a profoundly good thing yeah. to me and i I, th- I don't know did you see the elvis biopic i did i did it was great i thought it was pretty good too and i i, I felt like it acknowledged this or or sort of addressed this aspect of you know that so much of the controversy the idea of him sort of stealing from the black community and Mm -hmm. is a symptom of the industry that he was doing it in and it was kind of other forces interfering and that he he sort of felt perpetually like i just i grew up in a in a certain environment this is the music that was the most moving and inspiring to me and i'm just trying to make music that i love Mm -hmm. i mean Mm -hmm. that and it's an interesting you know he's in that space where it's like all this shit, like, I'm just, yeah. I love this music. I want to just, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it's I, what, what Elvis is not guilty of is, like, an industry-wide decision to not elevate black artists and their music. Mm. Like, obviously, he's not guilty of, like, that on, like, an industry-wide level. Um, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, there, there's always going to be controversy controversy around that, Um and I mean fuck there there's uh you know a, a lot of people say the same about um uh, uh the Beatles. Mm. And I think you know, unfortunately it's it uh, like we were just saying earlier, how like aspect fundamental aspects of your culture are going to spill over into everything else. So it, it just wouldn't be a surprise that like um um, and I, and I think this is what people, when pe when people, uh, talk about, um, cultural appropriation, mm. I think a lot of people think that what that means is like, oh, you're, you've got braids. Um, and like, that's like a problem. I, well, I mean, like, like, like I disag like I, uh, I personally don't think like if, you know, like I see a white person wearing braids, like that's not the problem. The problem is if. Uh, at some point, you know, black people weren't allowed to wear braids in a setting, and then white people start wearing it, and it becomes cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's the issue, not just like the fact that they're doing it. Yeah. And uh, so, like, if if uh, again, if like like, but there's always been a history of that of like like if black people are doing something, and then like you just gotta wait for like a good chunk of white people to be like, oh, that's cool, and then it becomes like culturally accepted as a whole um you know and but that that you know of course that would spill over into music as well if that's just like a fundamental problem in the culture uh i mean fucking racism so that's certainly
1: that's certainly the story of elvis i mean that's yeah he's kind of the the poster child of that phenomenon i mean it seems to me clearly it's symptomatic of a larger issue yeah which is just inequality, and uh, and double standards.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, people were literally banned from listening to black artists and consuming black content. So then when things that black people are already doing are deemed as new, I think that's where the frustration comes from. It's like, oh, Elvis invented this shit mm. um, because it's new to this audience um but from like you know from what i've seen though and, and everything I, I it it didn't seem like he maliciously stole it and was like oh like i'm going to you know fucking like steal these people's music word for word note for note and like you know uh make sure that like none of them get credit or anything like it, i i didn't i don't get that vibe from it i think it it was uh yeah once again it's just because people didn't hear that because only black people were doing it. He he received credit that he may have not necessarily given himself, mm. which is that he invented it. but of course it was he's the fir- he's he was that first experience for 99% of white people, so he was credited for that style. Um, it just makes sense. but I mean again, that's just a reflection of the uh, of America, especially yeah. at that time. Um, yeah. but yeah, anyway, I mean, I, I guess like to, to, uh, to a larger point, I mean, really what we're talking about is just like music and, and culture and actually, you know what speaking of, cause I wanted to ask you how you feel about, uh, there's like, um, recent articles showing that, uh, and as someone who loves hip hop, I'm actually, I love this uh, cause I think hip hop needs like a, 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 resurgence of some sort, but hip hop streams, and just overall consumption is going down and country and rock are go- like going really? Up. Yes. Huh. Uh, because for a while country and rock have been going at, uh, like went down, um, uh, at least from the heights where they once were. Uh, it's not like, you know, they just completely went away obviously,
1: but, um, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Surprised. I mean, I, I did not, I didn't know that. I hadn't heard that. I, uh, what I initially thought of was something like Old Town Road. You know, which oh yeah. Is like a, you know. Yeah. Where does that factor in? You know. to yeah. To that equation, because I think certainly something I see, and I think this is related, and and to me again, it seems like probably a, a good thing is that genres are just getting really blurry. Yeah. You got somebody like I'm. A, I'm a big fan of Pink Panther S. Oh yeah. And I could not tell, I mean, what genre is that? Yeah. I have no idea. It's But it's unique. It's mm-hmm. really good. <laughs> you know, it's really interesting. And in a sense, I suspect, I mean, I don't know her, but I think it's just a sincere, I just grew up listening to a bunch of stuff and this is what sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. This is my take on like music as a thing. Mm-hmm. And so um, perhaps it's cliche Uh, uh, to the point of being obnoxious but i'm sincere when i say that i'm sort of a skeptic of genre outright it's something that used to bother me you know and i would do my own solo stuff as i'd be submitting to spotify and Mm. it's asking you know what's the mood of this song what instruments are featured what's Mm. the genre you know and i'm realizing like this the system we've got is set up to reward stuff that has this obvious but very simplistic almost like you're just trying to place it in a commercial Mm -hmm. is this a happy song is it a party song yeah you know um and to me music is much more complicated than that maybe i'm making excuses for myself (laughs) (laughs) like not having clear uh songwriting but no i hear you i mean i i
0: like i totally understand that there's a need for categories simply for just fucking organization um duh like you you ideally you want to like go to this folder and then go to that and like you know see these things that are similar um uh, uh so i i definitely get if the unique of the very very unique artist um is misplaced because of that need for uh organization um but yeah, a lot of it is still kind of cultural or race based in that mm. way. Um I, honestly, I couldn't tell if this was like a PR stunt or or not, but let, let's just let's just assume it's real uh, in that like there was this uh country station that was um that like refused to uh play the Beyonce songs that just came out that are like country and they're like proper country, not like there's no like hip-hop elements in it it's like actual like fucking yeehaw shit and uh um and the, and, the, and i think the response is that like a, like all different radio stations started like like playing her stuff in, res- in, in, in response to hearing that this one station wasn't which you know, uh, you know, if I were like a, a a a PR fucking like evil genius, that is exactly what I would do. I would like make up a story saying a station oh, yeah. isn't, and then yeah. get like all this fucking attention. But let's just assume it's not. Re- it's it's real because liter- like historically, stations have literally refused to play music from certain either yeah. certain people or races or whatever. So let's assume it's real. Um, and uh, you know. I, yeah, Old Town Road obviously you know had hip hop elements, but it was definitely. It, I think of it as um, a, a, a a circle and a small circle inside of it, and it's like the the big circle is country and the smaller circle is hip hop inside of it. But some people think the bigger circle is hip hop and mm. country is smaller. Um, I agree with you though. Yeah, yeah, it is more country. Yeah, than, I I than definitely country. think it's more country. Um, I mean, it has uh, a fucking Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, yeah, still in in 2024, um, like the authenticity of a song might still be questioned because of the person who's like delivering mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. song, and yeah, country the the country uh crowd definitely um, yeah. I mean, it, it it's, it's definitely rooted in whiteness for sure. And I, and I say that without like, like, like does that doesn't mean anyone is guilty of anything. That's just, it, it that is what it is mm. like country. Like there's always been like one exceptional black country guy in like every decade but for the most part country is like is is has been uh, a white genre in terms of like who's consuming it and making it yeah. so um yeah i mean i think when you know, you see like a gay black dude you know uh <laughs> making old town road yeah. it's probably it's just not and that this is where like i feel like people expose their their intelligence and their IQ and just like, like just everything. Cause it's like, are you able to just like look at it and be like, oh, that's not what I recognize, but that's still valid. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, like, like to me, a very low IQ response is like seeing Lil Nas X or Beyonce do their thing. And then like your immediate innate response is anger. Like, why mm-hmm. are you angry? Why are you mad? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, but
1: yeah, yeah I, I mean, again, people, you know, so. well it's even more just fundamentally it's it's a difference between people and and maybe even just you know how people show up sometimes versus other times that you if you encounter something unfamiliar, mm-hmm. are you repelled or intrigued by it and you know I can't claim to always be intrigued by every new thing you know mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like uh but um certainly and not even really like that song sorry okay <laughs>
0: no worries <laughs> we'll be right back after this
1: commercial break. <laughs> quick message from our sponsor yeah we just
0: had a, a random guy walking it's
1: like not literally the owner of the fucking studio but we've... we're just, we're so interesting we're just drawing people <laughs> yeah. in we're rank, we've got to listen door. <laughs> uh what was i saying no so that like i will be totally honest that song i don't really like old town oh no n- like, neither do it's I. it's not that yeah but <laughs> seeing the music video hearing it for the first time and and recognizing what it was yeah. to me it was like that's so exciting yep. you know i think this is such a cool th- i love like disruptive mm-hmm. forces i love especially if it's art something that comes through and is just like society's not going to know what to do with this it's going to get people all spun out and, mm-hmm. uh, you know because yeah. it's just like i love that yeah and uh That's typically how I feel. I think a lot of people don't feel that way. They Mm -hmm. find novelty Mm -hmm. threatening. You know what?
0: I will say, though, um, because a lot of people... I've seen people be criticized... So here's where you could... uh, I think a valid criticism of Beyoncé or Lil Nas X... Or maybe not even uh, criticism, but a, a valid question to ask is whether or not they are, is whether, is, are they adopting the aesthetic of what country music is? Mm. And like, are they just like, is this just like an aesthetic thing or are they genuinely trying to like make art in that genre? Um, Because we've seen people, um, I mean, (laughs) first example that comes to mind is uh, Miley Cyrus uh in that like temporary transition into hip hop in like the early mm-hmm. 2010s and like adopting yeah. that hip-hop aesthetic. Yeah. And um I think that I think that is the one valid question you could ask of like of of Beyonce or Lil Nas X is like, you know, are they are they is this like a genuine contribution to the genre, or are you just trying to like dabble in a different aesthetic i think that's valid but i mean then there's a whole other way to look at it which is just dissecting the music for what the music actually is like the elements and musically yeah like like we both agreed, to the nas x's it is country musically regardless of their intention mm. um, if you just pay attention to the elements but yeah that I think that's like really the only valid critique anytime anyone crosses over into another genre is like is this more is this like more than an attempt to just like partake in a new aesthetic
1: yeah it's a, a really good question that's not easy to answer yeah and I think it has really vast implications mm-hmm. too because this is a a I don't know if disease is too dramatic a way <laughs> of putting it but it's it's a, a an issue with all of professional life that I I'm sure most people maybe especially in our generation and younger feel this you know when you I my may be my least favorite thing to do on earth. Mm. And of course this shows how incredibly fortunate I am that this might <laughs> but of the things I've done, I, I think making a resume. Oh yeah. Is like <laughs> yes. my least favorite. Yes. I hate that. Yeah. I hate it. I hate putting bullet points to talk about da da da. I hate having a little label that says, This is what I do. It's yeah. like being a a Lego piece or something. Yeah. Talking about like here's how you can just plug me into your little, you know, machine and I'll just be a, a a useful automaton. It's like, okay. and that seeps into the music industry big time. Mm-hmm. And so, there is this question. I think, yeah, you you absolutely can question um, Beyonce about. I'll be totally honest. I had no idea she was doing country. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I've been doing. Oh the no, past, yeah, like, I wow. think
0: this is like a like a uh, like a week. Or old okay. or something. So it's
1: recent. I'm yeah. I'm almost always behind. Yeah, I'm still making music in the 2000s. Yeah. So you got to give me a few decades, and I'll I'll be up to speed on the Beyonce country. But, um, yeah, I mean, and you know, not just her. I think a a lot of our artists who do things like that, who, you know, seemingly adopt a certain genre because it's popular, because it might, it just, it just seems inherently inauthentic mm-hmm. and. Um, one of my probably my biggest musical hero actually is a guy named John Foreman. Oh, the, you know um, Switchfoot
0: singer. No, I think I might be thinking of someone else.
1: He. Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe not. I heard him say once that he want. He said, "I want to be the same person off stage that I am on stage," mm. and that sums it up pretty well for me. That you know, I just I, w- I want and it, to some extent maybe you can't know but certainly when i when i sense that an artist isn't the same person off stage that they are on, st- on stage it, it totally changes my connection to mm. the music cuz i want i want to hear something that feels like a, an expression of lived experience mm-hmm. you know i'm i'm not interested in like glamour and status and you know let me tell you about all the amazing of uh, features of affluence that I had today you know yeah. in my latest song. It's like i I want to hear somebody talk about their their intimate moments, their private thoughts their their struggles, their doubts you mm-hmm. know that that to me is interesting art that's that's where the compelling stuff comes from, and it's pretty hard to do that if you're if you've crafted an alternate persona mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know i so i don't know how to Cause it's, it seems at the same time odd to like, I, I think you should be able to explore genres and explore different styles mm-hmm. and kind of find your voice. So it's, I wouldn't say that like somebody adopting a different style is always inherently insincere. Mm-hmm. Um, but it certainly can be, it just kind of depends on the context. Yeah. sort of a case by case
0: and i and i you know that last thing you said i love cuz i i feel like in conversations like this it's always like i i wish there was like a um like a t- uh, like a announcer or something that like every 15 minutes uh was like hey just a reminder remember like don't take all of this too seriously <laughs> cuz i think like i think i think like like it's very easy to enter into that go up a level and where like you're just taking it all too seriously because at the end of the day it could come down to, like, you know, imagine, like, like a little Nas X or Beyonce, like, you know, eating a bowl of Cheerios in the morning. And they're just, like, you know, they get, like, a random idea comes and just like, oh, I'm just going to make a country song. And it's as simple as that. And then, like, here you are, like, dissecting that for, like, hours and hours. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. the music critics tend to fall into that trap yeah. of dissecting things that probably took, like, just seconds to just... Just a random idea, and they decided to do Like, now you're like writing whole fucking articles about it and shit. Like, and so I, I like what you said that because it's, it's, it was almost like a reminder of just like, well, you know, people can just do what they want. Like, you can, you can do what you want, put it out, and that's that. And like, like, don't take it too seriously. Um, on that note, that I will say that in my lifetime, the one time where i feel like i could say it was definitely a genuine transition uh was when lil wayne really tried and like made like whole rock albums Mm -hmm. in like that late 2000s early 2010s time and i say that um because not that like there aren't other genuine transitions but his i feel like i can confirm that because he was he was the biggest artist in the world and could have easily made more music that sounds like the music that made him the biggest artist and he just decided to go into a completely different direction that no one fucking asked mm. him to. Yeah. Like you don't you don't do that when you're at the fucking height. Like he wasn't the biggest rapper, he was the biggest overall artist. Yeah. And then he just decided yeah. to like start doing like fucking panic at the disco type shit (laughs) like that like that to me when you when there's like money on the table and like guaranteed tours and shit that like you like you know if you if you continue on the route you're going you can make a shit ton more money and just keep that train going but you decide to just like like go in a like hard in a different direction that to me is when it's like okay that that's gotta be genuine
1: or you're losing your
0: mind one of
1: those well, uh, and those are not mutually <laughs> yeah. exclusive by yeah. any by any means. That's a, a very good point that I think could even be kind of a useful litmus test, right? It's taking a risk. Yeah. Because a lot of times I think the stuff that comes across as insincere is stuff that seems like it was the path of least resistance. Mm-hmm. Like you're changing your style because that's the style everybody's doing right now. It's like your best path. Mm-hmm. You've almost calculated in a methodical way that this is the best path to like increase revenue. Right. And if somebody instead changes their style to do something where it's like, that doesn't seem like a good idea. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That just seems way more uh, authentic. And I think it probably produces more interesting stuff too most of the time, even if it's stuff that doesn't do well or, you know, they try it for a while and it doesn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I guess, uh, well, it wasn't a a full on on
0: transition uh, as much as, waynes but i guess i would put drake's uh when when he he put out the dance album um what was that like 2020 summer 2022 um and that that pissed off a lot of people in the dance and electronic (laughs) music community because he ended up having like the biggest dance album of the year and they're like a very tight-knit like community where everyone like knows each other like fucking a bunch of like calvin harris variants and shit and um but yeah, like that well that but not not everybody in like that most people the overwhelming majority of people in that community were like, yo, it's great that like the biggest artist in the world is like you know bringing like now because now there's all these people listening to playlists maybe that they wouldn't have listened to and like they might come across other people that they like now in this right. space. a lot of them were were uh, like that but I I would say, I would say, like like that that little c- temporary crossover that felt genuine because again he's at the height of his career where he could just keep doing what he's doing and make a shit ton of money like right. it didn't it, 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 there was there's no signs that showed that like that had to be done out of like a desperate attempt of like relevancy or survival because right. he's already at the top of his game so um, I'm trying to think of like maybe any other. And it's hard. I mean, transitions, successful transitions are hard. I mean, there's not really that many in music history just in general, but especially in recent times, I I can't think of... And we can't really... I mean, Beyonce putting out two country songs isn't really a full-blown transition, but uh, apparently she's making a whole album like that. So um, that'll be... um, That'll be interesting. I saw this meme that said... (laughs) <laughs> that uh 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 it was like um <laughs> it was like it was the, the picture it was like it it shot uh two it was like these two black women um that like were in the middle of falling off of a horse and <laughs> it was like Beyonce <laughs> fans like it's like 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 just the the idea that Beyonce is going to like inspire fans to do shit that like they probably shouldn't be doing <laughs> uh but i mean that i don't know that's great like like it, it's great like she she uh she and of course immediately uh it became like a a TikTok trend people were like getting putting on their cowboy hats and shit so like A lot of this shit is like, oh, like I get to like participate in another aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, also, how could I forget? Fuck, she probably has the most successful transition of all time. Uh, Fucking Taylor Swift was originally country. And then she, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's
1: true. Fuck.
0: But, yeah, no, I mean, so, yeah, getting to dabble in and out of uh, it would be very, music would be very interesting if it didn't come with aesthetics. Like if mm. it was just notes and words mm. and like everything else stayed the same, music would be very fucking interesting. That's a really
1: interesting idea. I wonder, I've, I've thought about this a lot and this, this goes back to a, a point we were on a while back, <laughs> but I've clearly inherited a lot of my parents' music tastes. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was I have memories of like being in the car seat, you know, and they're playing CDs and I'm looking out the window and I'm hearing it already, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going like, "Oh, you know, so I'm really steeped in these particular kinds of choices and chord voicings and things that just kind of and it's unclear to me like how much of that is genetic? Mm-hmm. Is that is there some kind of genetic component where it just that hits my ears a certain way? And how much of it is the fact that I would just happen to hear it when I was a kid and if they'd played something totally different, mm. I would have liked that instead. And and would I feel the same way? You know, d- do people who have different tastes from me have the same experience inside when they listen to something totally different? Mm. I don't know, it's kind of an interesting, and it, it points to this question of to what extent do chords and melodies and rhythms just inherently evoke specific stuff
0: yeah.
1: um, you know basically everybody agrees that major is happy and minor is sad but is that even true I mean if you go more cross-cultural international is that true you know in in traditional music in the Middle East I'm not sure it is I mean mm. you have a kind of a different scale and yeah. you know a lot of that Music, I was, my brother and I were in Egypt a couple of years ago and we didn't know it at the time, but it was during Ramadan. Oh, nice. So you have, uh, I think you, they're called muezins or mayuzins, if forgive me, I'm sure I've pronounced it wrong, but the, the people in the mosque who are singing through oh. the megaphone, like yeah. they would do that all the time. Cause it's like, you're getting called to prayer a lot for Ramadan and the scale is like this, Yeah, I'm listening to it in bed when I'm trying to sleep unsuccessfully. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's so... And to me, it has this kind of exotic, like, you know, it's just like the sound of adventure or something almost. Yeah. But, but that clearly has more to do with what I associate it with than, right. you know, somebody who, who grew up here. Does it sound joyful? Yeah. I mean, maybe it does. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a mystery that I don't have. have Man, that's
0: to. such a that's such a um, that's such an interesting observation because uh, I feel like one of the curses of being a um a musician like ourselves is that we it's like those questions are even harder for us to answer because Mm. we have been intentionally analyzing music for so fucking long that it's so hard it's hard to like know what it is that we just naturally because like we've just been intentionally doing this shit for so long um and i mean i guess i guess a part of it a part of it definitely has to come down to, um if you if when you're listening to music, you're factoring in your identity when listening to it. because, um, like you said, you were able to recognize that like it sounds like this exotic thing that like, um, of course, like growing up in the in you know, Western culture, that like you a lot of times you would hear something like that in a scene in a movie or something right. yeah. where they're like going to you know this exotic place or, or or whatever. And um so recognizing that is important, but I guess most people would not be able to just listen to those notes for what they are, and would like would also be taking into account of like everything surrounding it, the culture, the vibe, the and, and like like maybe what part of the world it's coming from instead of just like listening to like what it is, like for what it is. Um, and it's, I mean, but it's tough because like, I, again, as a musician, it's like, damn, I don't even, you know, like, and, and to your, your point earlier about like what maybe when you were like listening to music in your parents' car and what, you know, you were uh, into... I think the question is, what did they play that you weren't into? Mm. Because that would also show that it's not like every single thing that they play you resonate with too.
1: Yeah, so, that's a great question.
0: Like so, you know, and and that's the thing. It's hard to remember the things yeah, that yeah, you weren't into, say. like <laughs> fucking twenty years ago. <laughs> I'm sure, there's a lot. Yeah, but yeah, that mm. that's that's uh, um, yeah, that's a that's a that's a tough one. But I mean. Yeah, and, and, like, you know, the minor, major thing, like, uh, I def, I definitely think, I th- I think if you heard, like, a tribe playing this consistent drum pattern, I definitely think that evokes, like, a very specific human response, mm. especially if it's, like, similar to, like, a heartbeat in any way. Um like, I definitely think there are aspects of music that, like, evoke specific things for, like, probably everyone. Mm. But something tells me that, like... Yeah, like, certain tribal uh, music probably inherently feels like you're about to go, like, hunting or some shit. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like there's just no way yeah. around that. Um And... Yeah, but, but like, you're, I mean, to, you know, but again, like, we're so uh, uh, conditioned to, like, what we've heard, like, to know, like, if major or minor, like, truly this happy, sad thing, or if that's just what we've been told is, I mean, that's so hard to,
1: yeah, distinguish, man. What an experience I've had and, and haven't necessarily been acutely aware of until recently, but that I have had for most of my life as a music listener is that I have really eclectic taste by pretty much anybody's standard if they looked in my library, right? I mean, there's metal and there's hip-hop and there's lots of emo, like, guitar jangly 90s stuff. And there's EDM. And, I mean, you know, it would seem like this kind of unpredictable blend of different... But for me, it all... Music that I like almost always... It's like I don't really care what the what the genre is or what the style is it's that it 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 sounds the same in some way mm. there's something I'm hearing in all the music I like that's kind of the same thing and I don't exactly know what it is it does it does seem to correspond to certain chord voicings for sure yeah but not always not always sometimes there's a curveball and I just think wow that's like really fucking cool yeah but it it feels like it's coming from the same place there's this thing that keeps trying to make contact with me it's saying you know come this way come this way and it makes me just i find myself wondering sometimes like what the fuck is music what is this like i i don't know if you ever sometimes i'll just think about what the world will be like if music didn't exist. Yeah. And it's it's weirdly easy to picture. Mm-hmm. It sounds much grayer and worse, but it's like, it seems to me, I've had this theory for a while that there's some kind of cosmic being. And it was like their first day, you know, on the job or something. And, and they just like dropped that. here, hmm. And then they kind of go, you know, nervously to their boss and like, why well, I, you know, I actually dropped something. And they're like, really? You dropped... Where? It's like, well, you know that weird planet with like the apes that are just running around and like, and he's like, you gave them that? (laughs) What? Yeah. (laughs) That's going to be interesting. Let's see what they do with it. You know, it's like, it's like this total accidental superpower that we have. And
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the, I mean, I don't even know if the, like, like, cause there's the, there's, you can look at it as like, what if there was no intentional, uh uh like intent to make music versus like what if humans just did not have the ability to recognize like a pattern in rhythm or Mm. pitch because like if like 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 what if we were designed like like maybe it's not music per se but like if i just bang on this table at like a constant
1: tempo the question is is like why do we resonate with that why can i if you do that i can do it at the same time right. as you right and there's just empty space right in between each one Ten thousand people can do that they can all clap their hands yeah. and they all do it at the same well most of the time they can get close at yeah. least right and there's nothing it's like I say, it's just empty space. Like yeah. if you think about that, that's really weird. Yeah.
0: I mean, and I guess, I mean, I, I guess to our core, we will find any way to connect with people like any way that we can. And that, I mean, I'm trying to like imagine what it was like for like, like the first tribe ever that realized that like they can make sounds together at like the same fucking time. And then, like, who, like, what was the very first tribe ever that, like, intentionally found shit to, like, bang on and Mm -hmm. say, like, let's all do this at the same fucking time. And then someone else was like, oh, you can, we can play these two patterns together and, like, still be, like, you know, doing the, you know, working towards the same fucking goal or whatever, like, like. Yeah, I mean that that like like cuz I I'm not sure like music seems natural in the sense that at some point um because because we have the uh ability to recognize pattern in general um uh music seems inev- inevitable in the sense that like at some point someone's like banging on something at the same time someone else does and someone probably went like oh that that sounded cool <laughs> and then yeah. here we are now we've got like people intentionally making these sounds that like work together um but yeah for like there to be no music i think humans would humans would have to not be able to to have pattern recognition Hmm. Which we we would just be fundamentally different animals if yeah. we didn't have like pattern, rec- or like or like rhythmic, or like like or if like like if like like if you just heard something. It's crazy that like like if you're sitting and you hear a sound, that's just like sporadic and is being like happening at random times, that like it would make you nervous. But then if you heard it like just being consistently hit in time with a specific rhythm, you would then just call that music. Yeah. Because, like, it's just a pa- – there's, like, a pattern you can latch on to. But, you know, if if not, then it's just, like, sporadic sounds that, like – you know, so, yeah, I mean, we're – dude, I think we're just we're just
1: hardwired to pick up pattern, and then, like, we just made some shit out of that. It certainly seems to be. And I, I would agree that it's it's got to be something way deep down in the – I mean – I've, I don't remember exactly, but there are those cave paintings in France or Spain or something. They're like 40,000, 50,000 years old. I mean, it's like way before agriculture and we're, we're making art.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about.
1: And there was something I saw, too, I think with Peter Gabriel, where he he had a chimpanzee mm. sitting in front of a, a piano and yeah. just kind of hitting the key. And, it, you know... It's, it's very much like, you know, watching like a little kid or something, yeah. but he pointed out, and I think it was true, I'd love to find the video and watch it again, because I haven't seen it in a while, but there it was There was clearly a sense it, 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 the chimp could hit on certain notes and then seem to want to avoid other notes. It could sense like, oh, these wow. kind of go... So it seems to be hearing wow. and making some choice, even though it doesn't know how to play the piano, yeah. but, it, but there's a sense... And you think, well, okay, so how far back does it go to before we split off, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I I do think it's way deep in there. Yeah. But it, it's still, I think you're onto something with the pattern recognition. I remember um, talking with a friend years ago about the idea that maybe it has something to do with unity, you know, mm. like. I hate to use a, a war example, but it's what comes to mind, you know, like marching in unison and stuff. Oh, it's kind sure. of working as a, because that seems to be a pretty unique human trait too, is these large scale groups that can cooperate. And um, rhythm seems to be part of that, moving in unison. You know, dancing is kind mm-hmm. of the same mystery just oh, expressed. Yeah. I was era. thinking
0: of like bees and ants, like how they're able to mm. like, but but you're right in the sense like large scale Things that ha- that aren't necessarily tied to survival. Yeah, like humans are unique in that sense.
1: Yeah, as far as we know, I mean, I'll start to sound like a, a crazy that's yeah. hippie. <laughs> yeah, this is the true. kind of if you gave me a big scientific grant, you know, that yeah. might be the first thing I would look at. I'd want to like do musical experiments yeah. on animals because yeah. I think it it is interesting. It hasn't been. Yeah. into that.
0: Moment. I mean it kind of dude, in a way music probably f- intersects with uh hypnosis in some way. I I really think if you if you're in a stadium and you you know uh you were like chanting the the uh you know doing like the we will rock you chant uh <laughs> queen chant for I think every person in that stadium for at least a split second would like die for the person sitting next to them Mm. because of like, they're doing that in unison. It's intense. And it's like this like audio visual, all encompassing representation of everyone being on the same page.
1: Yeah.
0: And that like in its most intense moment, you would literally like die for your neighbor, for like whoever sitting next to you. Like, like, because it creates this like real like like if you've ever been at a game and everyone starts doing the wave and shit for like a yeah, second it feels like like these are your yeah. people so i'm 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 guessing like music i would bro i mean in terms of tribes if you remove music that might actually change the entire trajectory of like the history of community mm. as human beings, because I mean, and i I've, I've never even thought about it this much as like like you know, like us talking about it now is the most I've ever thought about it, and yeah, like before music was defined, like seeing notes and shit and and all that, like the experience it must have been. For everyone to know, like, oh, like, we're we're in time together, we're hitting this shit, we're doing crazy rhythms, and, like, there's no name for this shit. But Mm. it's, like, it's it's fucking magic, and, like, what's the importance that we're doing it together and we all enjoy it? Like, that must have been in, like, the early formings of tribes and shit. Like, that, like... That, I mean, the real question is, what was it like to experience music before it was defined as anything? Mm -hmm. Because that, like, that, damn, Uh I would pay. I mean, that, that's like that. I mean, that would be like top 10 on my list in the time machine. Like, what would it be like? Like, because they, I mean, like, like they were making music before they defined it as music. And that's. That's crazy, man. Like that, what that must have done for them in terms of like just morale as a tribe and being unified, man. I mean, so so like we we I say all that just because there might be like things that music does to us on a on a level that we just don't
1: like we we just can't understand or perceive. Oh like, yeah, no question. I mean it it would be amazing enough if this thing existed and we could follow the pattern and identify notes that work together make songs that we can sing in unison you know that yeah. would that would be amazing enough but people don't just i mean people hear music and it saves their lives yeah like what the fuck yeah yeah man it's the most amazing impossible thing and it makes no sense at all. It, to me, it seems there's a movie uh, called August Rush, which, mm. like all my favorite movies, has like a fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. <laughs> but it, uh, it, it's all about this kid who's like an orphan, you know, m- musical genius. But he's like looking for his parents, and he has this sense. First, he has the sense that music is everywhere, so he'll go out like in the field, outside the you know little cottage where all the orphans live. Mm. And he'll just stand in the field listening to the grass blow. And it's like, he's listening oh, to a song wow. and, and he has this sense that wh- what he's hearing in music is his parents looking for him. And so he's following it. He's, he goes on this whole journey of like, and he meets this guy played by Robin Williams, who says something to the effect of like, music is the proof that there's something more. Hmm. And that's always how I felt, hmm. you know, as a, Grew up in godless Silicon Valley and, like, (laughs) you know, didn't have a religious upbringing at all. But um, that is the thing. That's like the, I don't know, the hole in the worldview, or I don't know how you would describe it. Just to me, it proves that, like, there's definitely some mystical shit of some kind. Mm -hmm. We probably have no fucking idea what it is, you know, but music is way more than ones and zeros and
0: yeah i mean they've I mean, they've yeah. done studies that show like if they point certain frequencies at like ant colonies or 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 bee uh colonies or even plants that like the plants will grow in different directions or like that the ants might become more violent if they if like at these fre- frequencies are more relaxed at these oh. and and like so yeah, I mean, and and obviously, like I think, because there's just so much going on here uh, for humans, it's probably harder to just like, you know, to move a human fundamentally in like a different direction by just playing a song. But like knowing how that might like subtly affect you is, um, I mean, I've I've I though I listen to every genre. I mean, I like the most. Uh, like, like I I listen to every genre, but I can't listen to like hard ass rap mm. early in the morning because it just it just it. I just can't like <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm not that angry yet. Like it's fucking six thirty. <laughs> like I I can't like I it can't listen like man. yeah like like people getting shot and shit. Like I can't like I just can't like like I'll 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 play some like fucking like Nora Jones or some shit, I don't even know, but like something, but the fact that like I have this association with like calmness and like what is supposed to be felt like at different times of the day, I think in itself is, um, interesting. Like, and I, and I have friends that like, can just listen to like, can listen to like 21 Savage and Biggie, like at any fucking time of day, it could be four a.m., four p.m., and I just look at. It, I'm just like, how are you not like, like I would just be like fucking mad all the fucking time. Or if I like, it, like for people who love metal, it's like, can you really listen to that shit at like six? You know, like, like that's that's. I mean, and 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 it doesn't even have to be like mute, like like it, I, it could be really anything that's just like intense in one direction. Like it just, yeah. it's like damn, like y'all don't have like a time and place for that shit, but. Um, I guess if you're not sensitive to that or not aware that you're sensitive to it, um, that like, I, I wonder, I mean, I, I wish we could do a study on like the quality of someone's life. If they just listen to like hard ass, violent ass rap all day, every day, like, like, like what would their life be if they didn't do that mm. Versus, like, like, cause I, I, I really think, I think that's where the power, I think the power in music is is that I can, though I don't know how, I feel like I can say with certainty that, though, that they would somehow be two very different lives if you just didn't, if you didn't change anything else, mm-hmm. but just that they're listening to hard-ass rap all day or just one genre all day versus like another. You didn't change any other circumstance of their life. I feel confidently say, like saying
1: that like their lives would somehow be very different. It sounds like a, definitely a worthwhile experiment shit yeah i could it's a little bit chicken in the egg because i i certainly feel like a lot of the music i'm drawn to i'm drawn to inherently mm. uh, so there's there's some uh, pre-existing nature that i have as a person that draws me to certain kinds of music and then uh i just sort of stay in that that loop i'm it, it's resonating with who i am you know and, and how i feel and It's not necessarily changing me, but that's easier said than, you know, proved. I mean, it can be hard to tell, especially over time, how something is influencing you. I remember, and this is hearsay, of course, but Mm. uh, I remember the friend I mentioned earlier who's always been into metal and is the amazing drummer telling me that he did a school project, I think in middle school before I even knew him, Where he 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 like studied people. It was something like he studied people's reactions when they listened to different kinds of music.
0: Oh wow! And
1: one of the things he did was he checked heart rate and and pulse. And every single person. This is how I remember him telling it to me. Every single person in his class when he played metal from his like library, their pulse went up. And when he played metal and someone else tested him, his pulse went down. Wow. So it actually calmed him down. It had this wow. like relaxing effect. Um, and I don't know that I could necessarily, you know, claim the same, but certainly in being so steeped in that genre for, for so many years as his friend and in that kind of world, I eventually found these, specific artists that kind of hit my buttons in this way that Mm -hmm. i didn't expect metal artists to do Mm. and a really common theme in metal that you know i i fuck with a little bit it can certainly be fun especially from like a production listening you know standpoint Mm. but a lot of metal is very dark and very angry yeah there's a lot of themes about you know hell and suffering and like and uh you know, especially if you're really high, that's kind of like oh, yeah, sort of creepy. Like, yeah. but there's some other metal where it's like, okay, we're doing this thing where we're playing really intricate, heavy riffs and and creating this like roller coaster. Like mm. I was saying, this powerful, thousand miles an hour ride you're going on. But we're talking about like euphoria and yeah. spiritual fulfillment and these like esoteric deep concepts and it's it's joyful right it's it's revelatory or or uh, um what's the word i'm thinking of just reverent um yeah and that that's what i really i mean as i say i'll listen to metal you know for different reasons but that's the metal i really love is yeah. the stuff that feels like it's like the ultimate exciting Let's go, let's do epic shit in life. Like, yeah. the world is amazing. That's like,
0: what it sounds you like. You know, it's funny. You, I, I've, you, a, a good example of that type of, it's very random, but, like, uh, a lot of the menu music in, like, Dragon Ball Z video games have, <laughs> like, like like it'll be, like, hard, like, guitar shredding and shit, but it's this, like, upbeat, like, video game version of metal um that, like, is, is uh most people would not i like they wouldn't maybe identify with that instrumentation but then they like they make it in this more like high like a like a lighter more like joyful uh um uh way but yeah i it's it's um i mean that i mean that's why i love uh, uh cuz punk rock was basically you know uh, at least musically speaking was like basically people who just wanted something a little bit harder but not quite as hard as um as as metal but yeah no there's still there's definitely and unfortunately it's usually never like the the singles for a lot of these metal bands like you have to find it on their albums like the type Mm -hmm. of metal that you're talking about like that vibe um yeah, because, I mean, if you go on, like, a metal playlist, it's going to be, like, the darkest, yeah. <laughs> like, shit. But you'll find some, like, real... That, I mean, the the in metal specifically, where a band really, 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 really stands out is in their album cuts. Because, like, mm. the singles are kind of designed to, like, follow this, like... Like you'll recognize it as metal, but then like in, in some of their the songs in their albums, just like, oh shit, like that is like that's almost not metal. And like those are the ones that are really interesting to me. Um anyway, I'm just uh, looking at the time because I know they want to come in here in a sec. Take over our space. But, yeah, man. But uh dude the last few episodes have been non mu oh, actually a lot of the I haven't had a music related episode in a in a, a minute. But this just like this just like quenched my musical thirst Good. to Good. completion. So I thank you for that. Um anytime, man. No, seriously. I feel like
1: we yeah, definitely covered music, but you know, used music as the vessel to talk about a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Which is like I love it. Yeah, man. So, but Dude, uh, uh, uh,
0: like i said in the in the beginning though i'm excited to go see your show um and for people uh listening um uh march 2nd is the date and of course there's going to be more uh 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 dates you know that they'll be performing in and around la so just follow these guys and i'll put like the um the the band's um uh like social media and stuff uh, uh, in the episode description Bye.